evening. If you would, open your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 40, and we'll look at verse 31. Isaiah 40, 31. Tonight we're going to be looking at stopping our life of hurry. In Isaiah 40, 31, Isaiah writes, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall lift up the wings as the eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, I just thank you for this day that you provided. I thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you have given us. And again, Lord, we just lift up those that are sick, those that are shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We just put them in your hands, Lord, and just pray that you would be with each one. And Lord, be with us tonight as we look into your word. And Lord, illuminate your word for us and help us just to learn from it. And again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for all that you do for us and all the blessings that you've given us. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. How many times have we said we needed something ASAP? We run to get to the movie theater or we run to get to a ball game. We hurry to get the best seats. We can't wait for the new movie to premiere in a theater. You know, when I was little, I would hurry through my homework so I could go out and play. Well, let me rephrase that. If I did my homework, I would hurry through my homework and so I could go out and play. Now, you know, I find myself running out the door and rushing to work. And then once at work, what happens? I long for the hours to pass so I can return home. I'm living a life of hurry. You know, we all live a life of hurry. And this is a life of, you know, when we think about a life of hurry, this is a life of running. It seems we have to run our entire life. We wanted our childhood to hurry so we could be an adult. Now, as an adult, we want our life to hurry up so we can retire if we're still working. And when we think about it, is this type of attitude right for spiritual growth? No, it's not. It's not right for spiritual growth at all. But when we look at running and hurry, why do we run? I mean, look at society. We live in a hurried society and a hurried world. Everywhere people tend to be in a rush. And this, you know, begs the question of why? Why do we run? Now, there's a multitude of reasons for running. Now, in his book, Addicted to Hurry, Dr. Kirk Jones, he gives 15 reasons for running, why we run. And he stated the reasons were enthusiasm, getting things done, uh, time, we have so much to do, we, we run to gain possessions, or we run to catch up, we run avoid to avoid being late for something, we run because of a job, we run because we want to maintain control, we run to be successful, we run to please people, we run to, to rush to be first, we run to gain a share in something, and then we run not knowing how to stop running. And then... He also said that we could be running from aches and pains. We could be running from ourselves, and we could be running from God. 
Now, when I looked at that list, I was, I thought, now, how does this fit in my life? You know, I could, I could see three or four things that make me run, but even though that list was pretty concise and I recognize some things that make me run in the list, there was one thing that I found lacking. Sometimes people run to get away from doing what God is calling them to do. You know, it, it reminded me of Jonah, the prophet. Now, what, what happened to Jonah? He ran from God. Now, why did he run from God? He ran from God to not do what God had called him to do. You know, Jonah had a specific job God had called him into, but he ran from God. Now, think about our life as a Christian. How many Christians run from God and the jobs God has called them into? Are you running from a job God called you into doing? Instead of fulfilling the job God wanted you to do? Did you want to do something else? You know, sometimes Christians, if you think about it, sometimes instead of fulfilling their job God called them into, instead of not doing anything, Christians run to worldly things instead. And what happens? This can affect their spiritual life. It can affect their spiritual growth as they become too busy for God. They run into worldly things and then all of a sudden they're not, they don't have any time to give to what God has called them into. Or they don't have time for worship. They miss church. They miss reading their Bible. They miss having prayer. They miss having quiet time. You know, all this hurry and running, we forget about God. Now, what makes us run? You know, for many of us, I believe the first thing that, that makes us run is getting things done. We, we enjoy the feeling of accomplishment that comes from completing a task. <clears throat> to get this feeling, we, we tend to add more and more jobs until we finish. You know, to, we tend to add more and more jobs to finish until we find ourselves bogged down in jobs. Now, these tasks may be job-related. They may be house-related. It could be related to anything. But regardless, the adding of tasks, you know, if you think about it, is voluntary. We, we add tasks to ourselves to add tasks to ourselves. We, we do it voluntarily. We bog ourselves down voluntarily. And then what happens? We, we tend to run faster and faster to complete the task, and, and we add more jobs. I believe this follows what, what Jones wrote. He, he said, the faster we move, we, we surmise the more we are able to do. Now, this is wrong. The more we add, what happens? The more we feel overwhelmed. The more we add, the more it takes us from God. We love the feeling of accomplishment, but all we're doing is afflicting ourselves with more stress. And what happens? 
We hinder our spiritual growth because of this. And the next reason we run is control. We want to be in control of our life. We run from God to to be in control. We run from the task God has wanted us to do to be in control. Or we add more and more and more to ourselves. We're addicted to this hurry. We want to run and we want to be in control. All this is is pride. We want to be in control. Well, that's pride. And I believe wanting to get things done, the feelings of accomplishment and having so much to do, stems from a prideful desire to be in control. You know, we think no one can do the job like we can. That's pride. And the more we run, the more we need to control the outcomes. You know, Jones, just to to use another quote from Jones, he likened it to being on a treadmill. He stated as, As long as we can keep up with the speed of the machine, we maintain some semblance of control over it. Similarly, our our faster living pace is seen as a necessary controlling response to the living treadmill. Basically, we want to control the treadmill. And then once we're on the treadmill, we really can't get off. We just speed up and run more. And... And in, in this addiction to hurry that we have, and this addiction to get things done, and this addiction, again, takes us from the things God wants us to do, we, we run on that treadmill trying to keep pace with, with what's going on in our life. But we need to realize that we're adding these things to us. We're adding these things to our life. And having control over the treadmill gives us a sense of controlling the outcome of our running. But what happens? This need for control keeps us from turning things over to God. It keeps us from turning control of our life over to God, hindering our spiritual growth. So what do we need to do? We need to turn our life of running into a life of walking. Again, look at Isaiah 40, 31. Look at what Isaiah writes. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall lift up the wings as the eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. We need to wait upon the Lord. Now, how do we do this? The first thing we need to do is realize that any change that we try to make in our life has to involve God. He's the only one that can help us change. He's the only one that can help in transformation. If we're going to slow down, if we're going to try to slow down and, and, and move at a walking pace instead of running to and fro, we must start with prayer. We must pray that God will help us to change and leave hurry behind. We must also pray that God will help us to want to change our life. Now think about this. How many of us really want to change? We like being in control. We like having a feeling of accomplishment. We like all these things that involve loading ourselves down with stress. But how many of us really want to change? Not very many. Because we like these things. 
But if we got if we're going to slow down, we must start with prayer, but we also must pray that God will give us the mindset to change. He will help us to change. He will he will show us that we need change in our life. And then we must pray that God will help us to want change instead of speaking of changing and then shying away from the needed change. We must also pray that change, that when we change anything, it will not hinder our spiritual growth. We don't want to hinder our spiritual growth, but we need change. And then, what do we need to do? We need to move from the prayer to the change. Realizing God will help us to change, but we must also want change to occur. We must step forward and really initiate the change. Now, this will take resolve and strength. But what does Isaiah tell us? When we wait upon the Lord, we're going to renew our strength. He's going to renew the strength for us. He's going to give us the strength to change. And then we must resolve to take action and end the hurry, the running in our life. But we also must realize that change will not occur overnight. That it will be a process that's going to take time. So we also must be ready and let God help us to change over this time, always looking to him and always relying on him for the needed change in our life. So if you think about it, when we look at our life, it's been one of hurry. Now, does everyone have a hurried life? No, but many people do. And if you've had one of hurry, you need to realize that you need to move at a slower pace. We all need to move at a slower pace if we're stressed out, if we're hurried, or if we're addicted to hurry, or if what we're doing is keeping us from God, we need to slow down and wait. We need to move at a slower pace. We need to, if you think about it, we need to savor life. God has given us a beautiful life. You know, life is not something we need to take for granted. We need to savor life, and then we need to enjoy the beauty of God's creation. When was the last time you just stopped and looked at flowers? When was the last time you just stopped and looked at the mountains or the trees? A little squirrel scurrying and playing in the leaves. We need to savor life and enjoy the beauty of God's creation. And to do that, we need to move at a pace in which we can grow spiritually and focus on God and everything that he has to offer us. But to slow down, if we're running hurriedly to and fro to slow down, we'll take God's help and a willingness on our part to change and leave hurry behind. Or as Isaiah wrote, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall lift up the wings as the eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Let's go to the Lord in prayer.
Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you again, I just thank you for this day, the many blessings that you've given us. And I pray, Lord, that if we have become addicted to hurry or we have added all these things in our life that have stressed us out, that we would stop and just slow down in our life and look to you to help us to change, to slow down. And Lord, I also just pray that you would just give us a mindset to slow, to, to savor the life that you have given us, and to also just enjoy the beauty of your creation. Again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for the many blessings that you've given us. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.